G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Fundy here with Fruity as Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. This time talking Wright City Wrestling, the Wright City Rumble of 2019 as chosen by myself. Alex, how are you going, mate? I am ready to riot. I love that, how they open with that. Yeah, very, very catchy, very uh, unique, very uh, on brand, some would say. Are you ready to riot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but onto a different type of right. Yes, it is right city of Adelaide, South Australia for the uh, local classic show review this month. Um, as you mentioned, January's sort of uh, rumble season, but we we're getting a February rumble this year. And I thought, you know what? Let's do an Aussie rumble to review and see how that goes. Um, had you seen this show before? I had not seen this one before. I I think I've seen other Riot City Rumbles in highlight form before. Yeah. But, yeah, I hadn't seen this particular one before. Um, yeah, I, I love a good Rumble. Like, I, I, I'm I'm simple. I'm happy to see a Battle Royal or a Rumble. I think they're fun. <laughs> I think, and this is us being somewhat statriotic, um, there's that word again, <laughs> I think I really enjoy, um, and this is because of the year that was, we haven't seen a lot of other companies do it, but the way MCW does theirs with the um, the highlight video for Brawl Room Brawl. Yeah, definitely. And all the stats like uh, Sexton's thrown out so many men and Jonah Rock's been in so many rumbles. And, and who's the only person to have won it from number one? Oh, yes, uh, the J-Stick. Exactly. Yeah, we'll be talking about him soon. Old uh, Mayhem Pro got up and running. Yeah, that's awesome too. Yeah, in the in uh, JXT's wrestling school, like that's where they're set up there. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back to yeah. Ride City sidetrack twice already. Uh, it is the 9th of November, twenty nineteen, for Ride City Wrestling coming to you from the Wayville Latvian Hall in. Adelaide, South Australia. Uh, so we started off, there was Nick Armstrong versus Royce Chambers. This was a really good match. I really oh, enjoyed this. Just two absolute beasts in that ring. And <laughs> Royce's sort of, um, I suppose you could say, uh, junior heavyweight, light heavyweight, cruiserweight, uh, high-flying sort of in-ring style, really paired well with Nick Armstrong, I thought. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they're very yin and yang in terms of their personalities, but very, like, similar in their wrestling styles as well. Um, I thought these two had fantastic chemistry. I would love to see these two bring that over to Victoria someday. <laughs> yeah, um, a really, really good um, fast-paced sort of match to start off the event. I really enjoyed this. Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up from me. So Nick Armstrong here defeats uh, Royce Chambers in the opening contest. Next was a tag team match where Chris Basso and Matt Hayter faced off against Dean Brady and Down Under. Um, any quick thoughts here on this tag match? Uh, I love the team of Basso and Hayter. I think they're fantastic, great personalities, great charisma. But this was just there for me it was sort of just a um i suppose because 
this is one of those matches where we're going back and watching um, out of context. We're not watching the events either side of this event. And we should mention that this sort of had echoey commentary that you could hear in patches. It wasn't really the best quality commentary, and at parts oh, it was like almost no commentary. I swear to God, I didn't hear a single bit of commentary. I didn't know that you could even hear echoey commentary. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I maybe, thought it was just a completely commentary-free show. Maybe that's just me being a bit polite, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought they dropped the ball, no commentary on it. It sucked. Just um, because of that part. But Dean Brady's got something, man. I don't know what it is. I think it's his look. He's got a bit of that Kurt Angle, Scott Steiner, 1991 vibe to him. You know who he reminds me of? His uh, entrance with the, the steel pipe. <laughs> Who's that? The most professional wrestler. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. My boy, Brian Myers. Yes. Um. A good good match here. Good showing from Basso and Hayter who get the win over Dean Brady and Down Under. Um, sort of just there to showcase the two bigger men, I thought. Yeah. Uh, from there, it is a mixed gender match. Uh, it is a intergender match where Tony Toro faces Izzy Shaw. This would have been around the time where Tony Toro has the women's championship, declaring himself the women's champion. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because again, I'm familiar with PWA style of um. Uh, intergender wrestling. This style, just I'm. I'm not a fan of. No, I wasn't into it either. I think Tony Toro is a great heat-seeking heel. Yeah, but yeah, there was just something didn't feel right about this match. And yeah, that's again like nothing to take away from the two competitors. They're both um, good wrestlers. If we're seeing Tony face men and Izzy face women, it's just RCW's um, style of intergender wrestling is very uh, family friendly, PG sort of WWE style esque. Whereas someone like a um, uh, PWA, I suppose you could say, is more more impact wrestling, more GCW style. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it's like not PG. I'm, I would just say that it's just they're more in your face about. Yeah, these two people of different genders can hit each other really hard in the face. Who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> Is he sure, though, like, going back and watching this, it was very evident how much he's improved since this event. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, an all right match again. I just, yeah, it's just not my style of um, intergender wrestling. Nothing to take away from the competitors. It's just not for me. Yeah, me neither. Uh, following that was a tag team match. The Pariah, Eli Ferios, and Gabriel Eros took on the team of Mike Boomer and Zach Sabbath. Yeah, this is a good little classic story. You know, a couple of veterans against a couple of cocky young'uns. Yeah, I like the story going into this. I had a little highlight package of 
beatdowns and all that sort of stuff, the pariah turning heel on him and all that. thought it was a pretty good story. Uh, I've been very vocal about being a homer for the pariah. Big fan of him. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're not going to catch me saying anything too bad about this. Yeah, I, I thought... Go on. I will say one thing, and this is no disrespect to Mike Boomer. I just think his ring gear looks horrible. <laughs> I think it looks better lately, like on some of the more recent RCW shows we watched yeah. towards the end of the um, last year before Adelaide went into lockdown again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, going back and watching this like a year out from when these guys faced off on one of the last RCW shows of the year, it's sort of weird to think these guys have been feuding for this long because in um, local wrestling, usually you don't get feuds that sort of, or rivalries that last that long. No, exactly. Yeah, you're 100% correct there. And yes, I will say Mike Boomer's gear does look better nowadays, but yeah, it, stay to your gear, mate, <laughs> in 2019. Uh, do you remember what colours he was wearing? <laughs> Uh, I think it was just a lot of black. I think there <laughs> might have been a bit of red in there. I think yes. he's a uh, can of Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, the the future kings of ruin there. Um, good match. Pareo getting the win here over Boomer and Sabbath. Co-main event of the evening for the RCW Heavyweight Championship. Rocky Monero, your champion, versus Katie Trey. <laughs> Uh, no spoilers here, but uh, I think long-time listeners may know who won this one. <laughs> yeah. Man, this was tough to get into. Like, just knowing, like, here we sit now, we're probably close to 700 days of Rocky Monero's title reign. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, going back and watching a thing from a couple of years ago, and it's like, well, it's pretty obvious he's going to win. Yeah. Uh, and this was my first time sort of seeing Katie Trey basically as a baby face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a few months after this, he would have been in Melbourne for Deathmatch Down Under. Yes. Yeah, Um, in that freeway. Yeah. Yeah, he was too, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a, a bit bit odd to see him in uh, this, this sort of light. And I've just put up. Rocky Monero's tab here. Um, as of Tuesday, so we're taping this just after Raw this past week. Uh, 627 days as champion. Yeah. Plus, he had an earlier reign in 2011 for 126 days. So you are Ooh. right, Alex. He is nearly uh, at 700 days total. Yeah, just insane. What? <laughs> I think just did, so good. We did mention this on our um, best of show that we're probably never going to see another title reign like this on the local scene. We're probably at least from a major company, from one of the um, the sort of big five of the area, that being MCW, PWA, EPW in Western Australia, uh, SPW in New Zealand. And you could argue now number five in that group is Wright City Wrestling of Adelaide. They have had a really good year. They've put themselves back on the map with VOD when others have dropped off. Um, and, yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see another year or two-year-long reign from one of those major companies. 
No, and uh, full disclosure, Riot City are probably my second favourite promotion at the mm-hmm. moment in Australia, personally. Um, and it's pretty much all because of Rocky Monero. I think it's really refreshing to see a heel that's willing to go full on and get heat on the indie scene. Yeah. You just, like, there's heels out there that try to get heat, but then they sort of, you sort of don't buy into it. Rocky Monero, you just look at him and you think, what a douche. What an, what a, what an absolute prick. And look at him. But there's nothing you can do about it because you just look at him and you think, but he could kick my ass, so I better keep my mouth shut. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. There's like heels out there that you look at and you say, oh, that dude's a prick. That guy's a douche. But then you look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, I could probably beat him too. But this guy, it's like, yeah, this guy's a douche and I can do nothing about it. God, I hate him. And Alex is just talking uh, merely there from the uh, wrestling character perspective. And please, Mr. Rocky, don't hurt us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and like I've I've seen stories just on Twitter of like Rocky Monero is Rocky Monero all the time, like at the arena. He doesn't like drop the heel stick to go make a couple of bucks selling t-shirts. He ain't gonna be caught dead doing that. Like, he is full-on old-school heel in that aspect, and I love everything about it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, really fun match, and again, it's odd going back and seeing um, where the title reign would go in a year and how they would keep this um, title reign fresh by introducing new rules and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, did he even have Tyler Daniels at this point? He did, didn't he? Yeah. I think but he, he had... Daniels, I'm not sure about Madeline or the Pereira officially at that point. No, he didn't have th- those yet. Yeah. Um, main event of the evening is, of course, the Wright City Rumble match. Um, I just have brief notes here, so I'll list off the um, the competitors, and then we can discuss the uh, the winner and anything else you like. Yep. So, uh, eliminated was Bill Redshaw, Blair Alexis, Brad Smith, Brandon Black, Carlos Diaz, Caden Cornell, Dean Brady, Down Under, Eli Ferios, Gabriel Eros, Grim Havoc, Hollywood Hagglebro, James Cray, Jensen Hunt, Jet Armstrong, Jimmy C, Jonathan Corviday, Kit Condor, Little Onyx, Luke Paddington, Matt Hayter, Mike Boomer, Nick Armstrong, Red Smash, Royce Chambers, Savannah Summers, Tony Toro, and Tough Callahoon, all who were eliminated before Big Brody Marshall was the winner. Man, I love Brody Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you knew I would too, didn't you? <laughs> you just knew I would. I had to find one with one of your boys in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, man, this is a big meaty man that likes to slap a lot of meat. Man, he's he chops it up out there. He's so hard hitting. You look at him and you're like, that is an extraordinary human being. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, 
Um, any standout um, spots or competitors that you want to mention here or anything major apart from the, uh, the winner here? Anyone uh, who surprised you? This was a bit tough for me to get into without the commentary, but because I am learning a lot of their names right now because you just read them out to me. Because there was a few people that I didn't catch the names of. Um, Lil Onyx was a very intriguing gimmick to me. Yeah. <laughs> just like a Post Malone style sort of rapper. Like a white sort of trailer park style rapper. I loved that gimmick for Lil Onyx. And this um, is where Dean Brady really stood out for me with his suplexes and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, I'm just trying to think of the um, the Queensland wrestler who's like that. Um, oh, I was going to say there's a bit of Rat Daddy about Lil Onyx as well. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, oh, the name's escaping me, but they're part of Headstrong. Oh, I'm gonna go off the air and then just completely go. Oh, that's who it was. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There, there was a lot of um, a lot of good um, new people in here. I suppose if you hadn't been watching uh, Right City regularly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was introduced to a couple of people in here, like yeah, like Hollywood Haggle Bro and <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, Jonathan Corviday is always good fun. He came out here and did some very Jonathan Corviday things. That's who I'd want to see. I don't think it'll happen this year. But his character sort of lends himself to a lot of uh, flamboyance. I'd like to see a match of him versus Ricky South. Oh, yeah, big time. Honestly, I want to see... I want to see Corviday versus Monero. Rocky. Yep. <laughs> I think it would be just like this hilarious like mismatch of a thing that you could like have some really, really deep two counts that would shock the world and just like get people really hooked into the underdog story with it as well. Yeah. Like, some quick roll-ups and stuff like that, but then eventually Rocky Monero just batters him. I think it would be really fun to watch. Yeah, especially now with the uh, the new uh, video replay rule. Yeah, exactly. You could do a few things like that. You could, yeah, definitely have a, like, a false three count, and everyone thinks Jonathan Corviday broke Rocky Monero's, probably at that point, 800 and... 10,000 day title reign. Just adding on more years to it as you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so you can have a lot of fun with it. I think, like, although, yeah, you're right, Ricky South versus Jonathan Corviday would be a work of art. All um, them two teaming up together. Oof. Good showing by the Armstrongs, um, Royce. Savannah had a um, good little appearance in here as well, being a... Um, Female wrestler. Yeah, so Savannah looked really good. She might have been one of the most standout performances in this Rumble match, actually. I'm glad that she's um, back wrestling a lot more. It seems 
that she's given up her um, GM role within RCW on screen. So hopefully we do get her wrestling a bit more regularly in the women's division. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's very, very talented. Yeah, I, I agree. She's a name I've always heard a lot on the indies in, within Australia, but I just haven't seen a lot because I haven't been watching um, a lot of South Australian wrestling for that long. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, overall, what do you think of this Rumble match? I thought it was a very solid Rumble match. Um, honestly, I, the Brody Marshall win sort of threw me for a loop. I didn't think he was going to win this one. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to come down to um, Jed Armstrong and maybe a Matt Hayter or something like that. But yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, they might have been one and two. Um, I thought it might have came down to either one of those two, but Brody Marshall winning sort of threw me off a little bit and... I'm going to have to do some research and go watch the Brody Marshall versus Rocky Monero match, which I'm sure was an absolute banger. Yeah. What I was thinking of doing is uh, eventually when Rocky's reign ends, doing a um, a special forehead down under of just all the championship defences he's had that are available <sighs> on RCW. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, do a Rocky Romero. Uh, Rocky Romero. Oof. Uh, hey, he doesn't know who Madison Eagles is. He can get out. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, <laughs> I would. I would love to say Romero versus Monero. <laughs> God, their names are way too similar. You can't even blame me for mixing that up. And then you um, can get Gambino to call it. <laughs> it's Gambino, Monero, Romero. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. It's Monero, Romero. <laughs> it's Romero and Monero accompanied by Eros, commentated by Gambino. God. Um, some of these names are just, they're beautiful, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, we should definitely do a Rocky Monero championship reign retrospective or something like that yeah that would be great yeah um, well i i'm not sure how long for this world his uh continued championship reign is but um i've got faith I, i'm i'm still pulling pulling for a, a thousand plus days <laughs> yeah well it 627 that's another year and a bit so it is doable. Yeah, well, and like I think s- it's it's even more impressive that he's been able to do this without having, like, holding the title for so long, without having to turn face or, you know, turn face then back to heel. Because like the only way CM Punk was able to get four hundred and thirty days as WWE champion was by completely changing his character in the middle of it and turning heel. I thought it was because Dwayne decided to come back. No, it should have been longer until bloody Dwayne. Yeah. Ah, well, this was really fun. Um, How many beers do you give this? I'm going to give it... Oh, four and a half. I thought... 
No, that's way too generous because the commentary thing really irked me. I'm giving it three. <laughs> um, I'm giving it three because, yeah, like talking about it in hindsight made me really happy, like talking about some of the stuff on this. But then I just had to remind myself how much I hated the fact that there was no commentary. <laughs> what do you think of the presentation, uh, lighting, camera, um, arena type wise, without the commentary? They've had a lot worse presentation in terms of lighting, which I've banged on about in the past. Uh, this wasn't great by any standards, but this was this wasn't their worst. Yeah. Um, for myself, I'm going to have to say free. Yeah, I, I, I think an event is greatly improved by commentary. Um, really good fun, though, to go back and watch... Um, and if you're watching any of the singles matches, you do get a good idea of who's who beforehand. Rumble matches, if you're not familiar or don't have um, names listed down, it can get a bit tricky. Yeah, it's it's really just... It's really silly to not have commentary for a Rumble match. Just because you you are going to inevitably need to bring in people from another company or people that aren't regular characters. So you need someone to introduce them to your audience. Yeah, agreed. Um, I suppose, do you have a uh, standout person, TV champ, if you will? Uh, from Riot City Rumble? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go Big Brody, right? Oh. I thought you would have gone for uh, Mr. Rocky Monero because that's where I'm going. Uh, no, because he's probably in New Japan. What did I say? You said Romero. <laughs> oh, I mean Rocky Monero. Monero. <laughs> yeah, he had a standout performance too. Uh, honorable mention once again to Dean Brady. Uh, please ignore my dogs barking outside the window. <laughs> uh, I think they're giving us the uh, the old go home here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're uh, throwing up the X. They want this over. <laughs> okay, uh, where can the good humans find you, Alex? <laughs> wrapping it up then. Thanks, Cadus. Jeez, get your um, stuffy kid and get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he hated that. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. Yeah, search up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thrown off by these bloody dogs. Uh, search us up on Instagram and and Twitter at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Ozstyle, and you can find my lovely co-host. At I'm Chris Funder on Twitter as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling Ozstyle archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. Uh, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. I think these dogs are just really ticked off that Katie Trey didn't win. He's one of them. <laughs> 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 <laughs>